0: Story Button is like a radio that's built for easy listening to your favorite kids' podcasts like ours. And the best part is there's no subscriptions or fees to access the content. This week, save $10 and get free shipping when you go to storybutton.com forward slash That's storybutton.com forward slash We want to give a shout out to Laura Lyon and her family, Emmett and his mom in McLean, Virginia. And Eli and Sammy in Minnesota. Once again, everyone, thank you so much for donating. You are awesome. If you'd like to donate to Bedtime History, go to our website, BedtimeHistoryStories.com, to donate via Patreon. Donors also get access to our entire 140-episode catalog of shout-out-free, pitch-free episodes. No extra stuff, just the stories you enjoy. Now on our episode. Have you ever played with Lego? I grew up playing with LEGO, and it was one of my favorite pastimes. On Sunday afternoons, we often dumped the big box of LEGO onto a blanket and spent hours using them to build all kinds of imaginative things. LEGO was amazing because unlike most toys, those awesome little bricks could become anything as our imagination ran wild. Once I had my own kids, they got into LEGO as well. My daughters love the LEGO Friends sets, and my son has many LEGO City sets, but more recently, Minecraft is his favorite. We also have a huge tub of LEGO I bought from a friend a few years ago, and now my kids love to dump it onto a huge blanket and create things for hours on end. With the quarantine in place, we've been spending a lot more time with LEGO. In fact, right now, we have the table out, and they built the Lego police station, and my son has played the police, while my daughter plays the robbers, and they pretend to be breaking out of the station. Do you know how many Lego bricks have ever been built? 400 billion. Can you believe that? Each year, there's more than 20 billion bricks being made. 2 million every hour, and 36,000 made every minute in the Lego factories. Think about how many people around the world have enjoyed Lego. Now imagine a world where there's no Lego. It's kind of hard to imagine that, right? Because so many people have spent so many hours enjoying them. But the reality is, that could have happened if it wasn't for the birth of a man named Ole Kirk Christiansen. Ole was born over a 100 years ago in Denmark in the year 1891. He had a big family of 10 kids, and they were quite poor. When Ole was 14, he became an apprentice to his brother Christian, who was a carpenter. A carpenter is someone who builds things with wood. With his brother, Ole learned how to work with wood and make useful things like furniture. In 1911, Ole left his hometown and worked in Germany and then other places in Denmark. And then after five years, he returned home and used the money he had saved to buy his own carpentry shop so he could have his own shop and run his own business. Around this time, Christian got married to a woman named Kirstine and had four sons, Johannes, Karl, Gottfried, and Gerhardt. Sadly, his wife Kirsten died while having their fourth son, so Ole was left to take care of them himself. And to make matters worse, in 1924, when some of the boys were playing in his carpentry shop, there was an accident. The shop caught fire and burned down. But Ole didn't give up. He drew up plans and got to work building a new carpentry shop and a home for his little family. And he continued working. Even though Ole was working hard as a carpenter, times were tough, but he did find that when he made small objects for others, like toy ladders and toy furniture, they were very popular. So he started making more toys. Around this time, his son Godfrey joined in, and they started designing new toys such as cars, trucks, airplanes, and boats. These toys were made out of the best birch wood and painted and finished to the highest standards. It was important to Ole that his toys were made well and high quality. They had a big sign in the carpentry shop that read, Only the best is good enough. As Ole hired new people to work in his shop and the company grew, he decided to give it a name. They finally came up with the Danish phrase "leg godt," which means play well. He smushed the two words together and got Lego. By 1947, plastic was becoming more and more common. So Olay bought an injection molding machine so they could make plastic toys. It was a very expensive machine, but Ole believed it would be worth it if they wanted to keep making beautiful toys. Soon all of their 200 different toys were made out of plastic, and Lego was a family business. All of his sons helped in the business. Gottfried was the managing director and later president of the company, Carl was the director of plastic production, and Gerhardt was the director of wood products manufacturing. At this time, a different company was creating plastic bricks that could be stacked on top of each other to build things. Lego started creating a similar toy, but it wasn't until 1954 that Gerhardt, Ole's son, was talking to someone and came up with the idea for a toy building system, that all these little pieces could be combined in all kinds of creative ways, to create entirely new toys. If you've ever fiddled with LEGO, you sort of start with a pile of meaningless pieces, but as you tinker and try new things, they start to turn into something new and wonderful. There are other toys like this if you've ever used Kinex, or Erector sets, or games like Minecraft that let you build things. So Gerhardt and his wonderful mind started imagining this new building system. But the problem was the bricks didn't lock together. They didn't snap together so nice and tight like they do today. So for five years, they searched for the right kind of plastic and design that would let them build the perfect snapping Lego. Finally, on January 28, 1958, they patented the Lego building system using ABS polymer as the plastic. And this ended up being the same year that Ole Christiansen passed away, and his sons took over the company, with Gerhardt becoming the president or CEO. So you're beginning to see how things like Lego didn't happen in a day. Someone like Ole or Godfrey didn't just wake up and build the first Lego. It started with the carpenter shop, then building toys, then plastic toys, then stacking bricks, which led to the next idea, the bricks and more complex building systems. Most history is like this, which is what makes it fun to me, to see how things change and evolve and step-by-step become what they are today. So by this time, Lego is selling their bricks and creating new sets for kids all over the world to play with. These range from houses to vehicles to spacecraft. In 1969 came Duplo, which many of you may have played with. I know we have lots of Duplo that the kids get used to before they get into Lego, Then in 1978, the first minifigure was created. Today, LEGO are made in factories in Billen, Denmark, and other places in the world, using huge injection molding machines. And LEGO is now more than just a toy. They They have LEGO movies and theme parks. And a few years ago, LEGO replaced Ferrari as the world's most powerful brand. In 2011, the Space Shuttle Endeavor took 13 LEGO kits to the International Space Station to see how they would react in microgravity. In 2013, the largest Lego model was created in New York City. It was a life-size X-Wing with over 5 million pieces. The other world records include a 112-foot tower and a 2.5-mile railway. So what can we take away from our story about Lego? The first moral is determination to keep trying, also called grit. Grit. Imagine what would have happened if Olay had given up when his first carpentry shop burned down. He could have given up. But no, he kept building and trying and built his new shop and kept going. A favorite quote of mine is, Just keep swimming. That's Dory from Finding Nemo. When we have trouble in life, it can be hard at first, so we might cry. But after a while, we need to get back up and just keep going and just keep swimming. Just like Olay and like Dory. The other lesson is quality. For Olay and his sons, they had a sign that said only the best is good enough. There's a story about his son. One day he came to Olay and had only painted a truck with one layer of lacquer. He thought it would save them money, but Olay said, no, it needs two layers of lacquer because our toys are the highest quality. And then it took them many years to perfect the Lego brick. They worked at it and worked at it until they got the perfect snapping brick. Also, there's a lesson to be learned about creativity. Creativity is something we develop over time. And we can each be creative in our own ways. It doesn't just mean to be artistic. Legos are one way to demonstrate our creativity. Other ways might be working with crafts. I know my kids have been busy creating lots of crazy things out of cardboard recently during the quarantine. There's also a lot of creative people at Lego. They design all the sets, so they're very, very creative. But we each need to find our own creativity and find ways to develop it. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this story about Lego, and we'll catch you next time.